The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. You are so deserving of all the joy and juiciness you can stand. I'm Lisa McCourt of Joy School, and this is Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Let's do some joy. Welcome, my darling joy seekers. I hope you are adoring your precious self today and that your joy bomb home play practices have served you in stunningly enlightening ways this past week. As I promised, we're talking to a super special guest today. She goes by SC Laurie. And if we're Facebook friends, you have already fallen in love with her, no doubt. The energy that I'm able to infuse into my feed via her words is something I am supremely grateful for. If you've been following this podcast sequentially, you know that we've been honing in of late on the meaning that we make of the events in our lives. From the moment you woke up to this delicious moment we're sharing right now, you've been swimming in a sea of perception. Me too our guest too. Every one of us, day in and day out, is perceiving reality through a keyhole, and none of our keyholes are lined up the same. A thing happens, and as it crosses the threshold of our unique perception filter, we assign it a meaning. And then a feeling springs from this thought, this meaning that we assign it. We think the feeling is the result of the event, when it's always really the result of this meaning that we've bestowed. It's both unnerving and potentially really exciting to embrace the the truth of this. And we're going to be exploring all of that today with our breathtakingly talented guest, because she is a master, to my mind, at creating the kind of energy shift we've been talking about. She does it with words. Most of my listeners know that I'm a hopeless logophile, a lover of words, and true believer in their magical powers. I've always said words are just tiny little energy packets far greater than the sum of their parts in the magic that they're able to create. I haven't known Samantha personally before today, but she's been in my heart and all over my social for probably a decade, I guess. 
because her ability to own the spectrum of human emotions and embrace them and just so gorgeously honor them with her words. There's no better term for it in my mind than vibration elevating, which as you know is what we're all here to do. I post her words because people come to me for vibration elevation and if I've got a beautiful little package of that all neat and digestible and a few delectable mouthfuls that I can just hand someone via a Facebook post, that's the kind of thing that makes my day. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Samantha, for all that beauty you've allowed me to share. And thank you for being on the Do Joy podcast. Wow, Lisa. <laughs> that's my intro. Thank you so much. Thank oh, you. that wasn't even your intro yet. I still got to return to it. <laughs> and she talks pretty, too. Of course she does. I forgot to tell you guys that she's joining us from England. We are so blessed. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It's so kind of you to uh, think of me in such a way, and I'm really excited to be here today with you. Oh, not nearly as excited as I am. Okay, I'm going to read y'all her bio because it's adorable, and I want you to know her, and then we'll get into conversation with her. S.C. Laurie is a free spirit poet, writer, mama, living both magically and simply with her childhood sweetheart and three gorgeous girls in London, UK, though she pines for the beach most days. Apart from being incredibly passionate in her journey to find both the goddess god and being of humanness inside the heart, she is also a keen lover of doing very little and getting lost in the breathtaking world of her little loves. After experiencing her first and late miscarriage in early 2016, her world forever changed and has been a catalyst for a new wave of art and writing in her work. She thoroughly enjoys making beautiful things for the beautiful folk that support and follow her work, and she has over half a million readers on her social media accounts. You can find all the beautiful things she makes and writes, soulful books, journals, diaries, calendars, prints, and greeting cards at her Etsy shop called Butterflies and Pebbles, Butterflies and Pebbles. She also runs journaling workshops and well-being writing courses through the year, which currently includes her signature Soul Reset journaling program that she facilitates quarterly. There you go. Now, I'm dying to uh, to get into conversation with Samantha, but let's all just take a moment to center ourselves for this beautiful conversation we're about to have with our darling guest. Just a few breaths, maybe a stretch like we've been doing. You've been exploring your inner energetic body, so allow that exploration to just lead to a conscious, deliberate opening of your heart now. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Yummy. So Samantha, my darling new friend, 
We have been talking about our perception filters and how uniquely each of us views the world based on our past experiences, the beliefs that we formed. And we've been getting clarity around our unique perception filters that cause us to experience the world in the way that each of us does. So reading your words, it feels like I'm getting to experience your filter in a way that helps to expand my own. And I think that's what excites me so much about what you do. Do you believe that your own perception filter has evolved over time? And if so, what do you think causes our filters to expand and change? How did you get that beautiful filter, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I love the question and I love your approach because for me, I kind of just, you know, tumble through my day and learn as I go along. I, I kind of don't sit down and kind of formulate how it Kind of happens for me but then you send me these questions and it just gets me to think a little bit and I'm really appreciative of the opportunity because life is is busy 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 running around my three girls normally so how have I developed my perception filter I mean it definitely has developed over the years um but even as a child I remember my mum just telling me that I looked at the world through rose tinted glasses and um, I've been told by many friends and by my husband that I kind of am quite, um, oh, what's the word? I mean, I just tend to see kind of the bright, you know, before I see anything else, which is, I think, a gift in essence, but it can also kind of <laughs> get you into trouble. You can kind of walk down dark valleys thinking it's really bright because, the you know, the lampposts are shining and, and guiding you when actually you're in a, dark belly you need to kind of get off you know get out of the belly onto the main road so I've had to learn as I go along to balance my um my essential uh lens which is to kind of look for the beauty but then I think that my want to look for the beauty is what's got me through all the difficult and dark times that I've waded through, dragged myself through. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like a work in progress, you know, and I really do lean on. And I've, and I've just mentioned this in a poem that I've written recently about um, leaning on balance and growing on balance like you are moss. You know, so I really try to balance the bright with the shadows. I try to balance the kind of the the soft with the hard, the smooth with the tough. You know, like the feathers with the rocks. You know, my name, my business name is Butterflies and Pebbles. Again, they kind of show the spectrum of living. Butterflies are beautiful kind of symbols of moments that have us elated have us free have us soaring and then we have the pebble moments which kind of take us like down deep into our souls and into the reality of life and so often in those moments we feel like we might drown but actually it's in those moments that we find we have fins you know so it's like the two come together the two work together and for a long time now, I've really come to understand, and I really do try to kind of put this out in my work, that the light and the dark are, are siblings. You know, they're kind of, you know, companions to one another. They're not enemy to each other. And so what feels good in my life and what feels not so good in my life 
also work together. You know, the things that I find beautiful and the things that I don't find beautiful are good friends, you know, and have something to teach me. They're kind of like two sides of the same coin. So um, it's kind of through trial and error, really. You know, I've made, a, I've made a load of mistakes in my life. I've fallen over so many times. But with each time and with, with each graze, with each bruise that I find myself, uh, my perspective deepens. And I'm able to hold more of this life in my heart, you know, in my mind, in my vision. I'm able to hold the spectrum of experience uh, in a deeper way. So actually, if I was going to summarize what I want to say as answer to this question, mm-hmm. it's really through the tough times, you know, I've developed my perception through the tough times because it's through that that I've deepened and felt my heart expand so that I can then carry the joy, the love, the beauty, the gorgeousness of living because everything's kind of deepened inside of me. So yeah, I don't know if that helps. Oh no, that was beautifully, beautifully addressed. I feel like all all the nuances to, um, to what I was asking you were addressed there. So it sounds like you have always had this very rosy filter, the seeing the world through through glasses, the, the pink glasses, and yet you um, you've recognized the expansion as life has happened. Life has has given you an appreciation for that spectrum. We talk about this spectrum in um, joy school a lot. That whole full spectrum of emotions that we humans came here to feel and it's our default pattern often to try to push away half of them and push them down and try not to feel them and think there's something wrong when we're being confronted with a a sadness or an anger or a frustration when it sounds like you are of the the mind of, of what we teach at joy school that they all inherently have joy in them they all can be exquisitely poignant when we allow ourselves to feel them and we don't push against them. Is, is that what I'm, I'm hearing? I really, I mean, I'm so interested in this because I was listening to one of your podcasts yesterday and I loved this kind of concept of joy being kind of available to you in your darkest moments because, you know, I've experienced that so many times. But then, you know, but then I was, I looked back because it reminded me of kind of some writing I did on joy, you know, a couple of months ago. And I defined joy in this piece as the feeling of not feeling like you need to escape. Like you need, you don't need to run away. You don't have to look over your back. You don't have to duck. You know, you, you want to be here. You know, and you know that you can be here wholly as yourself. So you can be wholly as yourself in your sadness and you can be wholly as yourself in your anger. And in every moment that we are just here, wholly present, we are in, we are in connection with this kind of electricity, you know, this kind of this, uh, this, this, this life force, which is the joy. And so... Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. And, you know, and it's funny, actually, because I've, you know, I have these seasons in my life where I kind of go into these, um, like, tunnel experiences where everything becomes really quite dark. 
and I have to wade through something that really feels very new. And I suppose it's kind of like an upgrade, an upgrade for my thinking and my feeling and my sensibility, you know, and my kind of personal way in which I translate the beauty of life, you know. I think that's probably what, what is always going on. Um, but yeah, and I come through the tunnel and I understand life in a deeper way. Like I said, like, you know, I kind of, I'm stretched and in my, and because I'm stretched, I can kind of hold more than I could before, which is wonderful because then it shows me that, you know, I'm actually bigger than what I used to think. And I, you know, and I can kind of, you know, move through moments that I, you know, a few years back, I would have run away from, I would have avoided. And, um, and I'm just actually working through a bit of a tunnel time at the moment, <laughs> which is really quite interesting in terms of, you know, you approach me to do this podcast and, you know, and just kind of, you know, what you teach at your joy school. And I've, and normally when this tunnel is beginning, you know, for me, this kind of this processing, I'm immediately hit with the this old kind of like default feeling to want to escape the challenge, <laughs> you know, oh, sure. which isn't what I, <laughs> you know, I haven't, I've learned to not do that. But then in these kind of, you know, particular episodes where something really quite extreme happens, that old human feeling of wanting to avoid the drama and the struggle, you know, and what actually feels really quite impossible to push through. Um, I am faced with carrying that feeling and working through that feeling and watching it transform. So I've just had that experience over the summer. And summer is normally a really beautiful time for me. It's my time of celebration. It's my it's my time of immense joy. You know, it's it's when my children are just with me and they're not, you know, studying and they're not hanging out so much with their friends and we get to do stuff together and I kind of take some time off work so I'm not so busy. But this summer was different. This summer, I um, I saw a tunnel coming up, and I really wanted to avoid it. I wanted to escape it. And so for a moment, and it felt like a lifetime, I lost connection to my joy. Mm. Because for the first time in a long time, I wanted to escape my moment. But, you know, I've, I've been through these times before, so I kind of know to just not pretend that those feelings are not there but actually just sit with them you know work with them metabolize them see what they want to teach me as well and so yeah this summer I've been dealing with my first bout of tinnitus which is a ringing uh, that you well it could be a ringing or a swishing or a, you know all sorts of sounds in your ear and it just came out of nowhere in July just as I was finishing my one of my uh, journaling courses and um, working with this noise inside of me was very difficult because I'm very quiet on the inside you know I kind of have access to a lot of peace you know I've worked really hard to be able to trans you know the, um, the, this you know this kind of uh, ease of being alive which you find in peace when you just kind of trust and open your heart and keep your mind open and so then to have this noise actually inside of me so that I don't feel that 
kind of refuge that I've got so used to feeling on the inside, it really shook me. And it was everything that I wanted to avoid. It was everything that I tried to escape in the first couple of weeks. And those first couple of weeks of experiencing it, there were really, um, it was a really kind of sorrowful time for me because I lost access to that joy, that sense of joy, that sense of wanting to be in the moment. And what's happening now is I'm kind of, you know, doing all the things that we do so that the things eventually start looking after you. I'm starting to make my way, you know, through this tunnel and I'm getting better at not wanting to escape it. I'm getting better at not wanting to escape myself. It's been a long time since I wanted to escape myself. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's moving, I'm moving through it now. You know, the energy is moving. And my joy is returning, and um, and it's a wonderful, wonderful um, find again. You know, it's like when you when you lose connection with your joy, and then you find it again. The reunion it feels like nothing you've experienced before because there's so much gratitude, <laughs> there's so much appreciation, there's so much like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad you're still here with me, you know, I'm so glad I get to still see life through this filter. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of, that's where I am actually in the, in the last week. Lucky for you, we're doing it this week, not. <laughs> oh, <laughs> darling. <laughs> well, well, I mean, yeah, I, I love how you personified joy as this friend that returned to you. That's so beautiful. And yeah, we're all going to have those, right? That's that's a human life. We're going to have those tunnels and we're going to come out. And and I, I think that you just, what you just shared demonstrates the, the principle that, that we're always trying to get closer to, which is this whole thought that we have in our heads that this should not be happening is is futile uh, things are going to happen to all of us this is a human life and it sounds like you really are able to um embrace that that everything that's happening is happening and we can make friends with what's happening and find the gift in it or we can push against it which is really only going to strengthen it in in negative ways that aren't going to serve us that that's what i heard in your beautiful story thank you for sharing with us yeah you're so welcome yeah i think um I think there will always come, there will always be a bit of resistance. I think that's the human in us, you know, so when we're kind of, you know, when we um, come face to face with a mountain that looks far too tall to try and climb, we're going to, it's very natural for us to say, you know, I'm actually really quite happy on the ground, you know, <laughs> life is like this, you know, and there's also maybe a bit of haggling that goes on, you know, where we try to kind of, you know, if I just stay on the ground, I promise I'll be an even better person and I'll do it with what I have, you know. Um, so yeah, I think we're always going to have that. I think that's just, you know, that's that's also part, that's part of the processing, you know, that's kind of, that's part of the upgrading, that's part of the uh, expansion, you know, this, that you've got to feel that stretch. And if it doesn't hurt, then you're not stretching, you know. Um but yeah, so yeah, I've I've I felt the resistance and um, and I but I really did understand because I, I I've been using acupuncture, which has been an absolute uh, godsend, joy send, you know, like <laughs> it's been such a gift. It's really helped, and I've uh, and I, and I'm very you know I'm very good at kind of soul work, you know, kind of like deep 
you know, kind of soulful analyzing of your moment and your journey of healing. It's, it's, you know, what I base all my work on. So I kind of started processing the tinnitus as a, as a, as a, as a language, you know, my body trying to talk to me, my body using an unfamiliar sound to try and get me to hear something that I'm, I'm not hearing right now. What do I need to kind of pay attention to? And it was really interesting, you know, after kind of, you know, a couple of weeks of just deep contemplative, like reflective soul work, just, on, you know, on my own, just, you know, in in whatever quiet I can find, which is normally outside at the moment, because, you know, that kind of it dulls the, the, the noise away. And yeah, what was really striking was this thought this shouldn't be happening. That was my immediate reaction to getting the tinnitus because I don't listen to a lot of, uh, loud music. I'm, I mean, I'm 40, you know, I'm not, I mean, I'm quite young, I think, you know, like I'm healthy, you know, um, it actually happened at a point where I felt really, really good in my life. So there wasn't any stress, you know, I was just finishing off my journaling course. We were all on a high. I was spending more time with myself because I do my journaling courses alongside the ladies that join me, you know, so I was getting all the benefits of, of all the activities and all the reflection. Um, and, and it happened. So my immediate thought was this should not be happening. I'm in a good space right now. The last time I felt that in my own personal life was when I had my miscarriages, you know, this should not be happening. I've just, I've had two healthy children. My body knows how to have children. This should not be happening. And actually what I learned through my miscarriages was that I had to unpack that thought in order to open up my process of healing that it was literally like banging my head against the brick wall that's what the grief was the grief was banging my head against the brick wall until I decided to brave it and approach what had happened and approach the loss from the perspective that this is part of life as well you know that as much love as there is, there is loss. As much daylight there is, there is nighttime. You know, this is as much, you know, mothering there is, there is also a time of feeling motherless, you know? So it was like, I had to get, I had to just remove that thought. And once I did, I mean, honestly, that the journey of healing was so revolutionary for me and it really kind of, turned everything on its head and, and I felt it kind of transformed my work and brought aspects of myself that I'd lost connection with and didn't even realize that I'd lost connection with. But I had to get rid of that thought. You know, I had to kind of put that thought on the shelf and say, I'll come back to you. And another point, I'm sure, because it's a very human thought and it's, very, it's a very natural way for us to respond but you're not useful to me right now. You know, you're not helping me. You're not freeing me. I'm not getting anything out in you. I think sometimes it is quite useful to say this shouldn't happen. You know, it allows us to feel the anger and the frustration and, and the, the, the heartbreak that we need to come to the surface in order to start processing and, and, and working through. But 
at this point it wasn't helping me and so I, I let it go and it just you know it kind of opened up the floodgates to epiphany after epiphany and same too with the tinnitus I realized that my that I was reacting to my body in the same way that I reacted to my body when I went to the miscarriage and so through the tinnitus I've been able to process you know kind of deeper embedded memory of grief and and disconnect with my body and and all sorts because again I I looked at this thought this shouldn't be happening well but it is whether it should or shouldn't it is and it was the isness, and it's always the isness, isn't it, Lisa? It's the yes. isness that helped liberate and deepen me right now. And so I'm in this process, and I'm again. I feel like I will come through this, feeling like I can carry more. I have my moments where I just want to throw it all up in the air, and I want to kind of go back into that thought of this shouldn't be happening. But you know, I'm 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 trusting it more and more. It's a day by day thing, you know. And if it wasn't day by day, I wouldn't trust it. You know, I don't think anything, I don't think anything of use grows overnight. I think it's all day by day. It's all step by step, you know. And um, so, yeah, that thought, uh, it, it's incredible, actually, how much you can really sideline the blessings that want to come, you know, in the most unlikely way. And often the most unlikely appearances as well, Um yeah, it just it sidelines. And so we need to kind of just put that on the sideline instead so that the blessings can come, definitely. That's beautiful. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, I love how um, you're demonstrating one of the skills we've been working on, which is being the observer of us, being the observer of our thoughts and feelings. And you were able to look at a, a thought and say, this is not helpful. This is not getting me where I want mm -hmm. to be. This is a thought that I don't have to subscribe to because it's not working in my favor. And we have the whole spectrum of thoughts that we can begin to subscribe to. And and another thing that we do is that the pendulum can only swing one way to the extent that it swings the other. And that's that's true with our emotions, that when we have that, that deep despair, that deep grief, it does open up the possibility for an even deeper joy and bliss and, and rich life satisfaction. And that's something that is hard, hard for us to embrace because like you said, we'd rather just shut down all of that and, and not go there. Thank you so much for being with us today, Samantha. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your time and getting to to know you. I felt like I've known you, but getting to know you this way is um, is really an honor for all of us. Uh, where where can my listeners follow up with you and find you, and what's coming up next for you? Um, oh, thank you for asking. Um, so you can find me on Facebook. My uh, Facebook page is Butterflies and Pebbles. I'm also on Instagram as well. I have a smaller uh, space on Facebook just called SC Lowry, and I kind of share more personal things on that page. Um, and then I have my shop. Uh, which is on Etsy, it's Butterflies and Pebbles because I couldn't put the and in, you know, it was too many, too many letters. But yeah, so I'm just now preparing for my last uh, journaling course of the year. It's a 30-day event and I call these uh, courses Soul Resets um, because I find that I, I need to reboot every now and again in the year and I've been running them for three years now and they always come at a really wonderful time and it was funny because I, w I wasn't sure about doing this one because of the tinnitus and just all the kind of deep lessons that I'm learning because I often just kind of I go through the lessons and then I share what I found you know and and in that time of sharing 
I'm in this space of enjoying the the fruit of my labor of kind of digging deep and, and pushing through these times. But I've decided to to do it this time because um because this is what I do, you know, this is what I do. And you know, I think the days our days are about stepping up to them, you know, stepping up to them and trusting that we have everything we need inside of us. And over the years, you know, it has been shown to me through how these courses impact um, the women that do them, that this is all inside of me. And I, I can carry the tinnitus and carry my responsibilities and my work. And so I'm kind of, I'm really excited about this one because I'm, I'm more vulnerable than I have been rolling with my other courses over the past three years. Because of that, I'm probably more open hopefully even more approachable, which is really important to me, you know, just to kind of have that real kind of sense of, you know, talking over a coffee, you know, kind of all, all around a bonfire and kind of just, you know, sharing our hearts. And I really try to do that. I want to kind of share my journey and, and just, you know, walk with um, others as they, as they process their own. So, yeah, so that's going to start on the 1st of November. We do all through November. We do workshops at the weekend, journaling workshops. And I have material through the 30 days for the ladies to follow. But I'm really excited about that. That's going to be, it's, it's going to be different. Um, but it's going to be good, yeah. I, I feel like I've turned a corner with everything. I think through getting rid of that thought of this shouldn't be, but it is, you know, this is what it is. So at some point, you're going to have to just, you know, accept it. And it was funny, I spoke to somebody about, you know, this idea of perfection and how, we have to unpack every, every day we have to unpack and liberate ourselves from this illusion of perfection and for me my idea of perfection was what life was like before the tinnitus happened you know so it was the whole of what used to be and so my idea of imperfection is what is and so I am now making home in the imperfection I am, and I'm unpacking this idea that my life has to be what it used to be in order for me to live my days as they are now what they are now is enough so um every day is just me kind of having my words and my truths and my beliefs tested and uh, polished I think and so yeah November is 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 part of that process as well that's what life gives us those opportunities to keep polishing that's that's perfect and before you said it i was going to say you were going to be in a different energetic space this retreat which will undoubtedly vibrationally just attract the people who need you to be there to be able to help them best and and that's what will happen it won't be the same the same audience that you possibly have had in the past it'll be the ones who need you to be right where you are to be able to be there for them thank you mm -hmm. so much samantha i wish i had all day to talk to you i wish we had a, more time on this podcast you are fabulous and beautiful and i wish you all the love in the world and we'll stay connected thank you so much lisa it's been an absolute joy i've loved every moment and, and let's do it again we will Definitely. for sure thank you darling bye thank you Isn't she inspiring? Okay, love bugs, your joy bomb for this week. You ready? You're going to continue breaking down your reactions to the events in your lives, breaking them down into those three stages that we talked about last week. You're going to continue giving extra care and attention to that stage two, the meaning you make of things. 
Samantha gave us some lovely examples to contemplate, demonstrating that we are at choice when it comes to the thought that we subscribe to, that meaning that we create of an event, no matter what's happening in our lives. As you can imagine, this is a superpower that requires some effort to master. And that's our work, my loves. That's one of the top secrets for authentically, effectively elevating your joy set point. I'll be breaking down the steps for this mastery with you. I promise I'm going to make it doable. So all you need to add into your Joy Bomb home play this week is the tiny additional step of asking yourself, once you identify the thought that follows an event in your life, that stage two meaning that you make of it, you're going to ask yourself, is this a thought that serves my joy? Do I feel my vibration going up or down from this thought? Remember how I talked last week about our feelings being valuable clues as to what's in our filter. Well, the feeling you get from the thought shows you whether it's a vibration elevation thought or if it's dragging your vibration down. You're starting to discern the parts of your filter that you want to keep and the parts that we need to work with. It's straightforward, and yet most of us are not accustomed to engaging in self-observation at this level. As always, I encourage you to journal your findings around this practice. We'll be diving deep next week, dear ones. I so appreciate all the likes and reviews you've been giving this new podcast. You are helping to spread the joy far and wide. Come be with me on Facebook if you haven't yet. Friend me at Lisa McCord Author at Facebook. There's so much Samantha there right now. I've been fangirling hard knowing I was going to get to talk to her. A lot of high vibe, swoon worthy stuff I'd love for you to see. And of course, the Oasis community is always here for you as well if you'd like some personal attention with this work. Holding you in my heart. Bye, darlings. Joy comes in many flavors, but they all start with you being full on glorious you. If you'd like some personal love and support along your joy journey, find me at lisamccourt.com. And as you do your joy this week, remember that you elevating your vibration elevates the vibration of everyone around you and ultimately elevates the vibration of all humanity. Thank you for being a valued member of the team that's bringing more love and joy into the world. We need you. I'll see you next week for Do Joy, the Vibration Elevation Podcast. Much love.
Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.